Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. This is your financial mission. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Janine Theus, who is the CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors. She's your financial commander here in Columbia, Howard County, and the surrounding areas. Check her out online by going to TheusWealthAdvisors.com. That's also where you can listen to past podcasts as well. Or you can call the office at 443-718-6310 to get in touch and speak with Gracie. And uh, you can get in touch with the team and talk about your financial plan. And here on the podcast each week, we try to better educate you on the financial world, maybe some of the things to think about when it comes to your particular financial plan. And I know that, you know, we've all got life experience, but even though we're going to call today's podcast Rookie Mistakes, it's funny because we actually see these mistakes get made by people who have been investing for a long time. It's kind of like, I guess, Janine in sports, when you see that, that veteran, that wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Steve Smith, let's say, mm-hmm. go to make a catch. He's been in the league for like you know 15 years or whatever, and it's a fundamental easy catch and still drops it. He still was thinking about running with the ball before catching the ball. And the announcers would probably say, oh, he made a rookie mistake or he made a fundamental mistake. We see professionals make these all the times or people who have experience make these all the time. So it's, it's good to know whether you are a rookie when it comes to financial planning or you're a seasoned veteran, I'm sure you see this all the time, Janine. People still make rookie mistakes often. Uh, yeah, I think one of the first ones is investing with no purpose. Oh, well, okay. it, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd quite say it that way, uh, but investing without a clear strategy. Okay, without a goal for particular dollars or... Well, I don't know if it's particular dollars. Some people do say that I want I want to have X amount of dollars by the time I retire. Okay. Okay, that's great. But how are you going to get there? What we see is Wall Street knows that we all respond emotionally. So Wall Street throws a lot of, their media machine throws a lot of information out there. And it's very easy to get sucked into this latest big shiny object. Mm. You know, this hot stock, this fad, this fund. And that defeats the individual investment strategy that you should have in mind. And if you don't have one in mind, then you do need to come in and talk because you should have this overall strategy that benefits you and and don't fall for the ploys, if you will, of the financial media. Okay. So uh, investing with a strategy is is okay, but what's better is investing with clear strategies for your dollars and and for your portfolio. That's sort of the nuance here. Yeah, because one of the things you're going to have to understand is risk. Okay. So falling for that fad, you know, based on what Wall Street is telling you, good, bad, and different, or even a broker or, you know, some other 
you know, a friend, you know, a lot of people say, well, I have a low risk tolerance, but when you go in and actually analyze the portfolio, they've actually got quite a bit of risk in the portfolio and they had no idea, which is exactly how so many people in 2008 got hammered because the entire market went down. Whereas if you'd had a specific strategy with a proper allocation, you may have only gone down half as much or, uh, you know, 10% or 15% versus 40 or 50, mm-hmm. um, which is very significant in the long run. So um, a lot of people do just do not understand the types of risks that they are engaging in. And that, in, and that includes investor behavior. But a lot of the risk is how am I actually invested? Well, when it comes and, to risk, a lot of people kind of make that rookie mistake of investing uh, when they're, you know, 55 or 60, like they're in their 30s. And, and that comes from not understanding their risk, right? That's right. And or not actually understanding what risk is. And, you know, the technical term is standard deviation. So what's the range of normal that you are willing to stomach? So what does the roller coaster look like? Are you OK with the anaconda? <laughs> or are you would you like to be on the kitty roller coaster the, my mom used to love the scooby-doo ride yes yes, yes that was her favorite whereas we you like know, and, the and you know you thunder road retirement, or, you need to be on the scooby-doo right yes <laughs> potentially i think i'm pretty close to the scooby-doo ride these days the last couple of times i've been to the amusement park i've kind of been like i don't know about this anymore <laughs> <laughs> kind of tired of going upside down. I, I think I kind of like the just fun, you know, bouncing around rides. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it can be it's a it's a gut wrenching feeling mm-hmm. to to lose the kind of money. Now, obviously, if you didn't sell out or if you didn't go to cash or in two thousand eight, because that's the big year that everybody remembers, the credit crisis, and and so that's a very easy year to refer to because people everybody has a visceral reaction to yeah. that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a poignant uh, thing to, to talk about and, and a, a great point to make. Uh, when you start talking about risk, Janine, it gets me thinking also about emotions because I think about how emotional that time was when people didn't understand their risk in 2001, 2008, those time frames, and you know had big downfalls, and then the emotions that you know, got captured. Then everybody got to the bottom of the barrel and finally sold everything. And then, you know, sold at the bottom. So they bought at the top, sold at the bottom. It's the opposite of what you want to do. And I would imagine that another rookie mistake would be when people make emotional decisions like that. In addition to the emotions, the way the industry advertises certain uh, investing in general is it creates a, almost this impetus for you to say, I actually had someone tell me this, when this fund doesn't do well, then I get out of this fund and I go over here and I buy that one. And I said, now say that again slowly, because what you're doing is selling low and then buying high. Mm -hmm. And that the, there is a lot of, you know, advertising and media and everything that gets you to, because they understand how we respond emotionally, the hindsight bias the um, anchoring and the herd instinct, if you will. Oh, they're doing it. I got to do it too. Oh, everybody's moving in this direction. I got to go over here and catch this train. And we all do that because we're hardwired to respond that way. The financial media knows that, so they play us. And the only way to thwart that is to actually understand what strategy you should be implementing and stick to it with some discipline. 
And that's where advisors come in, come in handy, actually, because we keep, hopefully we're keeping you disciplined <laughs> as to here's the goal, here's the road, stay on, stay on the training track, if you will. Well, um, you guys are able to remove that emotion from the equation. You're kind of a, an unbiased third party. And so you can say, well, yeah, I realize that you really like Hershey bars, but that doesn't mean you should throw 100% of your you know, investing dollars into Hershey stock, even though it's a, it's a, it's a great company. Let's, let's remove that emotion. I know you're a chocolate fiend, but let, let, let's pull back a little bit. I know that's a very simplified you know the, example. Yeah, but. <laughs> there, there's a, there is a lot of that. Uh, I have a couple of uh, folks that I've talked with that because they worked for this company, it's a great company. There, it's you know this company's not going anywhere. The stock is fabulous, uh, and now now I've got a million dollars of my retirement money in a company stock. Right. Maybe it's their well, own company. So not only is their current livelihood in their company, but also their company stock. I mean, that's kind of even even a double problem, I guess. Yes, because that so you've anchored your emotions to what you think is happening with this company, but chances are you're not in the decision-making boardroom with the financial, the CFO, the CEO, et cetera, and you don't know what's coming. So you're setting yourself up for an Enron situation or a Fannie Mae situation where the, you know, now I think a lot of companies that I've seen uh, people do this with, I don't think those companies are going anywhere either. I think they're going to be great, but it's not prudent to have everything in one box. Mm -hmm. And we've had so many examples in the past that prove that. It's not likely that it'll hurt you, but it's not prudent to put yourself in that position to begin with. That's a that's a, right. a good way to put it. Um, we're talking about rookie mistakes on today's podcast. Some of the things that, yes, rookies make mistakes like this, but also people who have been investing for a long time still fall for these things as well. And uh, are there any other rookie mistakes that you can point to? Well, I think uh, hot tips and uh, going back to, and, and hot tips can actually come from the financial media. So personal story, back in uh, 99, 1999, I thought, and this is before I came into the industry, I was watching a, a great show, Louis Rukeyser's Wall Street Week. It was a lot of fun. He made it fun. Um, it was very enjoyable, and I'm watching that show religiously. I was reading the magazines, reading books, and I thought I was doing my due diligence based on the hot tips for the great, the, ba- the best managers or the best team, et cetera. And I was doing my due diligence, pulling up all these different mutual funds and trying to figure out, you know, which are the best ones to own. So I late in the game, I think in probably late 99, moved some money, not a lot, because otherwise my husband would have killed me, <laughs> but I moved some, some money into, uh, let's say, the Janus 20 fund, because Helen Hayes Young was the rock star at the time. And I think within three months, I lost 50%. Oh, wow. And and so at, that was the start of the decline. You had three years in a row for large U.S. companies and the tech bubble that just vanished. And that was my huge lesson as to, okay, I, at the time, didn't have a framework to understand or a context to understand why until, and then when I came into the business, then as I was doing my licensing, I went, oh, this is the game. Now I understand what really happened here. So I got I, snookered by Wall Street. <laughs> w- would Mad Money be a good example of oh of, of that today yes. of of trying to go for those hot tips? 
Yes. Um, Jim Cramer is uh, an entertainer. But he's a good one. <laughs> oh, his show is but, a blast to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he And he's a lot of fun to watch. But if you actually go look at the data, his stock tips do not pan out. Almost never. <laughs> so. so we should do the opposite of what Jim Cramer is doing, basically. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> if these guys actually knew which stock was going to be the best or which fund was going to be the best, do you think they would tell you? Right. The the whatever tip they're giving you is prob I've heard it said is already baked into the price of the stock. Whatever tip is finally making it to the television airwaves. You're not getting it early if you're watching the show. You're getting it after it's already been cooked into the price of the stock. So there's there's that, really no exactly. advantage for you. Yep, exactly right. And that's another piece of how things work that most investors do not understand. All right, one last rookie mistake, and we'll wrap up the podcast mm -hmm. for this week. Janine, forgetting about fees. I know that has to be in the, in the top five or ten of mistakes. Well, this is a very insidious situation. You've got, in, especially in 401ks, there are numerous fees that are either passed through to the investor or the business owner, if it's a small business, ends up paying, if they're magnanimous about it. But you've got fees that you'll never see, but, but do subtract as cost drag from return. So mutual fund managers that turn over portfolios, you think you have control because you've picked the fund of your fund choices, but you have no control over what the fund managers do. And as they turn that portfolio over, there are embedded fees, there are trading fees, and that translates to cost drag for, for most people. So as you're chasing the return, so I'm going to go buy this fund over here because it's doing better. Now you're double, you're getting a double whammy because you're, you're having uh, this cost and then you're chasing. <laughs> so those are really tough to counter in 401ks. So be on the lookout uh, for these rookie mistakes, uh, not understanding risk, investments without a clear strategy, making those emotional decisions, falling for the hot tips, whether they come from the financial media or your buddy's cousin on the golf course, uh, those yeah. kinds of hot tips that sometimes come 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 through from people that you know and, and to some measure trust. And so they can be hard to spot sometimes. Uh, or yeah. forgetting about those fees. A pretty good, I, I think, collection of rookie mistakes that get made. I guess the good news here, to, to put a cap on the conversation, Janine, is that you know a lot of these mistakes can be overcome with proper planning, and that's what you do each and every day in the office at Theus Wealth Advisors. Yep. We can help you uh, assess some of those fees or assess some of your strategies for 401k planning, depending on your choices and uh, try to help you with the best choices, the, the best allocation amongst those choices so, so that we can cut some of those fees down. I know you're probably sitting there and you're thinking, ooh, I've fallen for a few of those hot tips before, or yeah, we just made an emotional decision the other day when we were talking about, uh, you know, planning for our financial, uh, you know, decision about, you know, X, Y, and Z, whether it be retirement or even something else, you probably can identify uh, with that. Or maybe you don't really know how much risk you're exposed to. If we were to experience another downfall like 
2008. How would you deal with that? Um, or maybe you just have a bunch of investments, but you don't really know how they're working for you, what the true strategy is for all of those things. These are the kinds of things that Janine will address with you when you come in and have a conversation. So whether you've come in in the past and, and had an initial talk and then never followed through, or uh, maybe you have been a client of Janine's for a long time, and uh, but maybe you haven't uh, checked in recently or you, you haven't really given some of these things thought, or maybe you've had some life changes uh, that might lead you to making some mistakes and you need to recheck on a few of your items. Uh, come in, have that conversation with Janine, go over maybe some of the mistakes that you've made and talk about what it looks like to put together a proper financial and retirement plan. And she can walk you through that. It's all part of your financial mission, after all. The number to call is 443-718-6310. You can chat with Gracie and set up a time to meet to come in for a visit. 443-718-6310. You'll get the straight skinny on your financial plan whenever you come in and meet with Janine and the team. Find past podcasts by going online to TheusWealthAdvisors.com. It might be where you're even listening to today's podcast. Just go back and you can listen to others as well. We're also on iTunes. It's all at TheusWealthAdvisors.com. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. This is your financial mission.